Welcome to your effing 40s. I'm Leanne McLeod. And I'm Corey Harding. Thanks for listening. Berta? Berta. Berta, like Alberta? Or Berta the Bird, Berta? Bird of the bird, bird. Bird of the bird, Berta, who lives bird, in Alberta. Bird, 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 bird. And then while I'm singing this, welcome to your effing 40s, because today Corey has a bird family on his <laughs> yes, golf I've, I've started a family, unbeknownst to me. Actually, I caught it pretty quickly, given that I don't use my uh, balcony that much. But over the, the COVID thing, I was doing a lot of business out of home. Uh, and I bought a mannequin for doing uh, some shirt stuff and, uh, you know, commercial photography. So it's stored out there in a box. And uh, what I accidentally created was a nice little nook for a pigeon to lay two eggs. I caught one and then I caught the second in a old one wheel tire that's sitting perched nicely. Actually, we, we should post this, but it's perched nicely up on a uh, yeah, potting we'll plant. So Berta moved in, laid a couple of eggs. And so I instantly went and looked up what to do. So we're going with Berta. That's her name. Now, what's the you husband's named her, name? You named I We need a husband's he's name. He's never around. Oh, uh, so he's like a Frank or something. No, not Frank DeVille. We love you. <laughs> uh, what would we name him? Who's never around? A Bobby? I don't even know if we'll see him. I haven't done enough research so on Bobby this. So Bobby has gone. He's gone. Bob left. <laughs> Bobby's left Berta. Bobby's left Berta. It's it's very sad situation. <laughs> She's now a single mom with two eggs. <laughs> She's a single mom with two eggs, yes. <laughs> but Corey's uh, helping her out. He's stepping in as the... Well, I've, uh, you know... I, I Surrogate papa. I looked it up. I'm going to, you know, she gets four weeks. She can raise the two here and uh, let them go. But uh, the, we can't continue this because uh, pigeons are kind of a... Messy? Ah, they're messy. You know, it's if we don't need... How many pigeons in the world do we need? Like I think they're uh, cute. Uh, well, like mind pigeons. you, uh, the way the world's going, maybe uh, it's a good source of protein. Have you ever eaten pigeon? <laughs> really? <laughs> hey, crickets are also a good source of protein. Uh, we haven't talked to other animals. Stories. Camping. <laughs> Camping and survival We're tips. We're not from, eating uh, the his pigeons. From the 40s. Yeah. Which, uh, oh, I got to get into because I went down a rabbit hole today. A scientific rabbit hole. Okay, I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah, it's like the theory of everything about catastrophes, human catastrophes. Okay, I want to hear this because I'm always a catastrophe. Oh yeah, I will point you to the website. But uh, yeah, we can do a uh, we can do a brief uh, <laughs> a brief thing on it. But we can't do it in this intro. Okay. You said this is going to be five minutes, and this there's no yeah. way this. Okay, is five so. Minutes. Uh, um, this is going to be on 59. But uh, yeah, survival tips, folks. If you uh, yeah. think about it, I would suggest uh, knowing where your local cave structures are. Good to freaking know. So I'm going to live in Fish Creek. Oh, no. Ice caves, baby. The ice caves. Oh, I shouldn't say that. God, it's going to be crowded now. <sighs> you idiot. <laughs> what are you like? It's going to well, be hey, done listen, here. Listen, Damn it. we're, we're going to need people. And uh, Corey's finally going to, you know, live out his uh, his, his dream life. of uh, populating the world. Exactly. You as the you. unvaccinated man who needs to stay healthy because literally this is something we can talk about quick. So our world blew up on us really heavy duty. So far, we have had a mandatory vaccination passport request. You have to have a letter it's or an not, exemption. It's not mandatory. Is it mandatory? You don't it have to have a mandatory, mandatory vaccination. They put in a restriction exemption program. Okay, well. Which basically means you need to show that you've either taken a vaccine or you have some sort of yeah. exemption yeah. from that. Yeah, which um, which we do because Corey's and, and, autoimmune. And only in, um, this is in specific, you know, sort of what they deem non-essential industries. And so, you know, grocery stores, it's okay. not a deal. You know, yeah. doctor's offices, blah, blah, blah. So blah. It's Walmart like entertainment, is you know. okay to go in not double vaxxed without a passport, but you can't go out and enjoy yeah, yourself. But this is, you know, okay, look, and, and you have to understand, I get that there's a certain amount of bending the truth when it comes to public health measures. Mm -hmm. Okay. You really need to sort of, you know, push people to, to get off the couch and do some things. Yeah. And I completely understand that. And Alberta's were over 80% uh, single dose uh, according to the numbers, and I think we're in the so of, that's a of good the people thing. eligible. Yeah, it's a good thing. We're it's getting well up there. Irregardless, regardless. Oh my god! <laughs> did you no, just I really just say? <gasps> I did. You I did. are a snowflake. <laughs> I said. See, I told you you're no, getting younger. Regardless, regardless of the um, numbers getting high, uh, I lost my train of thought on this. 
It's getting better. Let's just say it's getting better. Oh, no, sorry. So what they've implemented here is kind of a head fake. All right. They're like, okay, listen, if you want to do this and this and this and this, you're going to have to start showing proof. Uh, if you're, you know, you know, proof mm-hmm. you're vaccinated or proof you've got some sort of exemption. Otherwise, you know, some of these, you know, fun things where uh, COVID can get spread, you know, it can get spread at a whole other ton of places. But this is kind of a head fake to push the numbers up a little bit. And uh, the Alberta government is, you know, because they're conservative, this is kind of, um, for lack of a better term, mealy mouth way to kick the can down the road. All right. Because the way they've implemented the pro implemented the program, um, as as predicted, I think I predicted this. I don't know if this is going out from another one, but uh, the way they implemented, you already predicted this a while ago. And yeah, um, it's pretty easy. Not, not everybody's implementing it the same way. It's pretty easy to you know um, bypass the restrictions um, with you know. I'm not going to go in. Which we're going to go into detail anyway, on another so, show. So it, it's mostly news. it's mostly a head fake to try and push an extra, you know, set of percentages up, get people double vaxxed, yeah. get people up into those high, high percentages. And then they can start to look at it and go, okay, are the numbers going down or is this just a seasonal thing? I think, yeah. you know, honestly, and what's happened is Chandra Nero has resigned and threatened to resign over not doing enough in restrictions and stuff like that. Yeah. So now Kenny's, you know, put the pressure, resigned. We know that inside the Kenny camp, basically in the, inside this conservative camp, everybody wants Kenny gone because A, one side's like you haven't done enough and the other side's done, said you don't, you've done too much. Okay. So, but with Chandra, Chandra gone, I think it's swinging back to the, okay, we're going to hold off on this and we're just going to see what's going on. Uh, and hopefully, you know, hopefully they just go back and increase the amount of bed space and we can just start dealing with this and uh, go back to normal life. Well, and that the really sick people, like the people with cancer right now or people that are waiting for organs can get moving and get their operations done. Yeah. Which, here's our good news for the show, which we shared on, I haven't shared actually on the show, but... As of October 13th, I go for my cross matching and it's all day at the foothills. And this is like my final step. Yeah. So we're very excited. Uh, semi-positive vibes. Final step before you uh, give before away. Before I give kidney. away my body part. The harvesting of the kidney. The harvesting of That's the kidney. That's what I call it. I'm like the harvesting. I should really stop saying that because one day I'm going to try and travel and my organs are going to be gone. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, if uh, I'm in Spain, leave me on the beach. Do not touch my back urban or the liver. Yeah, I don't believe it. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so that's what we're doing. We're going to continue yes. the show. I already told Corey he's got to phone me from the, you know, from home from the studio and I'll just talk to him drugged out while oh, I'm healing. We're so, working out a way. Yeah, we're working out new ways so I can work from home. Yeah. And I will show up for like Corey will probably handle the live shows for a bit and it'll be like two weeks and I will be back with a walker if I have to, to get on stage. Well, so. hopefully, yeah. Hopefully not many people hopefully notice. We've, really well. ba- we've banked enough shows here. Yeah. But I'm talking about like the stage show too, as well. So <coughs> no, I won't leave that for too long. Nobody will notice if you're not around. That's not the stage. They always notice when I'm not around. <laughs> Actually, no, they don't. <laughs> they think you're the boss. We have this conversation every time. Although on the phone, they know I'm the boss. So that's absolutely. Yeah. No, Sometimes. You're absolutely. It goes that way. Like you're in charge of this enterprise. Yeah, uh, but and at its the direction. beggar, it's the whole different ball game. Like literally, they're like, "Oh, Corey, you just do that great production, and this is awesome, the show." And I'm like, "Really? I just... But you know what? Kudos to you. You've been doing this. You've taught me a lot. Being on stage, I feel that uh, now I'm not so quirky and unsettled on stage. I've actually got. Oh more no, of a for flow. sure. Yeah, it's come a long way the, since uh, the Naproxen days. <laughs> Since the naproxen day, 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 naproxen day. That was one day, and it'll never happen again. Anyways, guys, thanks for joining us. We ask that you go on to Apple iTunes and give us a five star rating, please, because we'd yeah. like to get a little bit more support to keep this company going. No matter uh, where you listen to us, uh, no matter what platform you're on, just uh, zip on over to iTunes and uh, give us a rating there, and yeah. uh, that'll actually help us because Apple's kind of the leader in trying to get um, new content out to people. So if uh, yeah. something rises really fast, we're going to, uh, we're going to work this system. That's gonna, right. So give us a five star or whatever you feel. Game we the algorithm. That, we're going to game the algorithm. That's right. That's what we're trying for. Okay. And uh, yeah, enjoy this show. We got great talent ahead.
Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. Hey, she's going to tell you exactly where menopause is at. Who? Kelly. She's in menopause too. So aren't you lucky that she's in menopause too? Hello. Hi, Kelly. It's Leanne and Corey from the Effing 40s. Hey. Did you just say, aren't you lucky she's in menopause? Well, oh, because wow. he was making <laughs> the phone fun. Caught in her. <laughs> there he, we go. He was, he was making fun of me for having menopausal moments all day today. And I was... <laughs> And I said, do not push it because I'm having a very menopausal day today. And he doesn't mm-hmm. believe me. And I said, Kelly is on board. I said, she can tell you all about it. Okay. <laughs> a lot of people don't believe it. It's silly. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, I believe it's silly. Uh, I believe it. <laughs> Red rum. <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Thanks for joining yes. us. And uh, let's uh, skip right to you and uh, your work. Yeah. And, and past menopause. Mm-hmm. So let's first, uh, are we allowed to ask you how old you are? You'd be surprised how old I am. That's a secret. No. Okay. <laughs> Depends. On number? Facebook, may I have a Facebook age? What's your Facebook age? We'll go with that. Yeah. 41. Nice. Okay, cool. All right. You're younger than us. Yeah. Real nice. life, real life is add 10. Okay. <laughs> well, you look amazing because you look like you're almost like 38, 39. So. Oh. Yeah, and that's not just to, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. right? Not just to stroke Keep in mind there, Leanne. I'm going to be adding you to my thing next week. The Sweet. thing. Oh, okay. What thing was it? My again? workouts and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I just got the go-ahead to do, like, little things from my uh, trauma counselor. So, yes. Perfect. I'm looking forward to it. I was. She's also a personal trainer. Oh, all right. Nice. Okay. No, you are. You are. I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a menopausal show. See, I'm not the only one. <laughs> I'm like, am I? <laughs> See, it's a thing. You don't am believe. Am I real? Am I really? Is this real? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm such a goof. So, Kelly, let's talk about you have family. Yes. Yeah. I have many, many family. Uh, Actually. I have three sons. They're all grown men. Yeah. So can't really call them children. Um, but yeah, I'm quite close with all my boys. And uh, I tried to get them to play music through the years. Each of them picked it up within hours, but none of them had that hunger. I think what most musicians have or any kind of artist, because if you don't have that hunger, obviously you're not going to start <laughs> to do it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah. It's it's gotta be its own reward. For me it's it just kind of it completes me. (laughs) It's just uh I find that if I don't have that part in my life, I don't feel balanced. Yeah. Yeah. So it saved lives. Well we loved having you play on the stage. Corey missed it. I told him told him it was fantastic actually. Thank you. You're very talented and you know, we've had a lot of artists, but you guys like really were fun. Like we had people staying, you know, that didn't really expect to walk into it. Stop right, right. Mic. Yes, I know. That's Sorry. right. What squirrel? Yeah. I was playing what? with my well, I'm playing with my mic, and I'm not supposed to, and it's on my shirt, and then it makes a lot of noise and ruffles in the audio, and I'm getting oh trouble. yeah. And I give you don't her, want that. I give her mean stares, and she doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Well. Maybe you need like electrocution, not easy work. That probably yeah. Zach Collar. You... <laughs> yeah. Then, then you hear it. You hear it in the broadcast, it. and then they know how much I'm electrocuting her. And so let's get back to your music. Uh, how long have you been in music? Since I was five. Okay. <laughs> Both my parents played music. So, but my dad, well, he played every instrument. Him and my mom played acoustic and sang. But my dad, he would do gigs, but he never, he refused to ever take money. So he always played for free. Wow. So he, one of the things he used to do is they used to go play for a hospital. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they would go there once a month and just play for free and uh, for the seniors and anyone that was in the hospital. And they made me the finale. So I would go up and, and when I was like five and yeah. I'd go up and I'd sing. I was the ending song, and they always sing "You Are My Sunshine" at the end. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I was. It's weird. The amount of stage fright I had, had as a five-year-old. I used to hide in the bathroom, and they'd find get some nurse to come find me. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Wow. So you, you actually persevered through that? Yeah, I had um, paralyzing stage fright for many years. But it's weird because music was such a strong part of me. It's like I had no choice, even wow. through the the stage fright and everything. I just, I had no choice. It's like I had no choice to go. <laughs> so, so let's let's dig down in that because uh, we have a lot of sort of young um, musicians and artists that listen to this show. So, what's yeah. the you know what are the one or two biggest things you learned about overcoming stage fright? The more you do it, the more it goes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've never, you know what, the stage fright is horrifying up until usually the first note. Yeah. And then once that first note starts, it goes away. Uh, You do, sometimes you do tremble. I've had, uh, in the early years, I've had moments where my throat would close up and all that. But you know what, it's just, it's just like anything. The more you do it, you practice, you just push through it because at the end of the show, you'd walk away going, you're glad you did it. Even if you're going, oh, I shouldn't have done that. You learn from it because it actually, and it makes you work harder too, because say, if you weren't prepared, then you're going to make sure you're prepared the next time. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing too is, um, be prepared. Uh, then your natural instincts will take over and, uh, it won't matter if you're nervous because you have, you know, the, it inside out. Yeah. Now, if you go, your nerves step in and you're not prepared and you don't know your material inside out, then that's when things can kind of crumble. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And of course, yeah. uh, number two, uh, the number two way to get over stage fright is, uh, alcohol. Or chuck your guts. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, I liquid. Liquid, liquid courage, courage is yeah. definitely, <laughs> um, and I'm not much of a drinker. Like I, I'm not really, like I, I usually, I'm not one to go out and pound them back and get wasted. Yeah. I usually yeah. just have a couple, but I have all of them at once before. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> so so right before on. a show, I'll yeah. put back probably two Jaegers and a beer. Yeah. And then. Which would have looked a I, lot usually, weirder at five. and then i don't have any really the rest of the night i know that sounds weird but i just just to get that yeah but i do find though if you get drunk it actually uh it actually ruins your experience yeah yeah absolutely because it holds you back you make more mistakes yeah uh you look sloppy you know if it's yeah no, I actually, it's, it's a general rule in show business. Right? Drugs and alcohol don't make you better. <laughs> yeah, I think having a little nip before you start just to yeah. Yeah. take the edge off is okay, but yeah. I wouldn't take it any further than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it ruins it for everybody, including yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll say. <laughs> yeah. I actually had an incident. Was it our first couple shows? Uh, I had a really bad headache, and one of my friends decided she had an naproxen, and I'd never taken any. And, oh, no. and I'd had a drink with it and literally <gasps> we're on stage and I'm sliding out of my chair and almost drooling and got pasties and I can't yeah. talk and my lips are pasted to my mouth. And Corey's like, it was quite a sight to see is wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so, there's been a, like years ago, I would, I, I used to play in this all girl band and we, we, um, there were some times where we had way too much fun. Yeah. And then when we got there, I remember uh, we went up on stage and who knows what happened. It was at the blind beggar, but the first blind beggar, yeah. the one that was, yeah. Cause we were, and uh, what all was I know is someone, Just, I wanna, what was your band name? Uh, well, it was called Hash McGandy. It was a all girl band. It was run by a woman. Her name is Tony Beer. Okay. Amazing songwriter. I love the way she writes. I just love her songs. Her songs, she's a great storyteller. Carla, um, the other, the woman that played guitar, I think she calls herself Carla, Carla Olive now. Okay. Oh, but Carla, she, she's great. She, she's in Vancouver now. Yeah, she lives in BC now, BC, but that's yeah. who I'm talking about. But yeah. her and I, you know, sometimes we have a little too much fun together. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I remember someone said, 
I talked to someone later on and they said, wow, that bass solo was amazing. And I'm like, what bass solo? Yeah. <laughs> and I felt robbed that I didn't yeah. remember. Yeah. And I, and I was kind of kicked about that. I was yeah. like, did anyone record it? <laughs> that was, that was, I think it was still mostly flip phones then. So right. yeah. the odds of getting anything on video. But Back in the day. Yeah. Back in the yeah, Carla and I started playing together. We did uh, a lot of duo work together. Oh man, yeah, she's um, she's got yeah. a lovely voice. Yeah, I'll yeah, do an interview yeah, with her or something. Yeah, yeah, nice. Get a hold of her. I've I've booked her for a few things in Calgary. Well, there yeah, you go, Corey, so get on it. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Yeah, I've worked. Can you imagine her, myself, and Tony Veer, yeah. all three of us singing together? Nice. Our harmonies were like. Just gold and beautiful sound. Nice. If you, um, yeah, and uh, we got had the the pleasure of uh, singing the backup and writing backup vocals for Tony's album. Cool. So, yeah, so uh, all the harmonies of me and Carla are on that album. Cool. So, so let, let's zip ahead to the you know to the present. What are you working on now? Well, I just released a song on, I guess, I think it should be by now because I released it through a company called CD Baby and they're like a distributor. Yeah. Uh, So it should be on Spotify now. It's called Standing. And the reason I wrote the song is it was during that first shutdown and uh, everyone was just, their spirits were so low. And I said, you know, look at us, we're still standing, like, you know, let's just make the best of it. And so I, that song, I woke up and I was thinking, I wrote the song and just all my songs I write in like five minutes. It's weird. Wow. But I wrote the song and then I called my drummer friend and he goes, let me put drums to it. And then my guitar player who lives in Saskatchewan now, Morgan Turk, I've got him in on it. And so all these people pitched in and made this just it's just a happy song it's called standing and it's um i think i sent you guys the youtube link because i went and shot my own video yeah you did (laughs) it's really cool i'll send it to i haven't sent it to Corey yet i forgot to send it to him it's been kind of crazy with everything that's going on she sends me in blind to most interviews she (laughs) she thinks i work best this way well you do but i i I, this song is just it's really goofy i put my mom and my sister in yeah, it that's great all my friends because i'm in an, another girl band now called black roses it's like a oh. girl rock band oh. and uh yeah i know go figure eh? <laughs> <laughs> and uh i got them in it i put i just put a whole bunch of people in because i'm a personal trainer i got yeah. you know one of my friends in it and we're doing goofy stuff and i don't know it's just a it's kind of like a little comedy video to make you smile, pretty so, much. Oh, fun. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely post a link to that. What word of advice do you have for the upcoming uh, singer-songwriters in the industry right now? Well, now it's just so easy to distribute, well, create and distribute your own music. It's an exciting time, creativity. And I would say just keep writing and recording. Like, for example... You could go to a music store and get this interface, uh, like a, it's just a little attachment you get where you could plug your guitar or your microphone or anything into it, and then that goes right into your laptop or computer, and it comes with a free program to record your your own recording studio in your house, and it costs one hundred and twenty dollars. <laughs> it's not expensive. And I would say, (laughs) I know, but it's somewhere to start, you know, it's just to get those ideas down when you're writing your music, use the voice memo on your phone. And a lot of the times I've lost a lot of ideas and music because I just didn't record the the instant idea. Oh yeah. So, and nowadays you can just go and pay $20 and, have some distributor distribute your music on Spotify and iTunes. And there's just, yeah, there's right. This is the time for the writer now, mm-hmm. seriously. Cause you can, you can just do all those things. What links would you suggest? Where can it's everybody called find Personas. You? The program that I use came with the interface that I bought. Okay. And it's called Presonus, which is like P R E S O N U S. 
Okay. And it's a free, it's a free, it's free. You can pay to have higher up, but I wouldn't pay for anything until you learn the program and see if you're going to use it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. And with Personas, you can record your track and email it to someone else and they, it goes right into theirs and they can add a track. Cool. Okay. Yeah. So you don't even have to be in the same house. Nice. I know. And then, so what lengths, before we let you go, because can we bring you back? Are you good with coming back in a couple months and sitting down and talking with us again and see how this Oh, for sure. Be- yeah. Because uh, the people that I that helped me make, put this song together said, do you have any more? And I go, I got a ton of them. So we're going to get to work on my next song. So for sure. So what lengths yeah. can everybody find you for your fitness as well as your music? Well, if you go to my uh, YouTube channel, <laughs> I think there's a connection to both. Okay. Because one is following the other. Okay, so what's your your YouTube channel? I think, I'm thinking, (laughs) I think it's just Kelly Timlek. Okay. Like T-I-M-L-E-C-K. Okay. Timlek, yeah. But uh, hopefully you'll put that link up to my video on your... Oh yeah, um, well, oh yeah. I'm gonna yeah. link all your stuff to the actual show. When yeah, it comes so out. then, yeah. yeah, and then I'm also on Facebook too. I do a lot of my stuff through Facebook as well. But yeah, yeah, I have YouTube. I actually, if anyone goes to my YouTube for my fitness, it's um, Kelly T Fitness. But if anyone goes on there, they get free stretching classes. Awesome. I give everything. All those classes are free for anyone that wants to, has any injuries or anything like that or tight muscles <laughs> awesome. yeah well thanks yeah and for... a lot of i have a lot of live performances on my oh yeah on your youtube, YouTube as well okay. and it's yeah. all tied in together right kind of yeah they're linked okay. Okay. um yeah for sure yeah you got it um well yeah. thanks for joining us tonight and we can't wait mm-hmm. to hear from you again we hope that you come down to the beggar and visit us again because that was awesome yeah i'd be happy to go down there again yeah for sure and uh thank you again and have a great night and i'll let you know when these links are all coming out Awesome. Yes. Let me know. And uh, I'll be inviting you to my workout lady. Yes, I know. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, Kelly. Have a great day. Okay. Okay. You have a good day too. Thanks guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Hi, Justin. It's Leanne and Corey from the effing forties. Hey, yo, how you doing? Thanks for joining us. Great. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Go right to it. You've got a uh, promotions business. Yeah, I, I own a company. I've uh, had it for a while now, uh, Public Relations Canada. Yeah. Basically networking and advertising people in places with products and services. And what got you into that? I had a bunch of friends that were in TV, media, um, radio, and I just wanted to, wanted to add to this circle of friends. So I just ended up starting a public relations company. I started in Saskatoon, expanded to Edmonton, eventually reached out to Vancouver and Anmore. Obviously, through a lot of hard work, and uh, you seem like a, a go-getter guy. We started looking you up on the internet, and <laughs> yeah. yes, we did. We were doing our research. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, what did you find? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I wanted to to sort of set the set the stage there because obviously, like you're a guy who's who's going for it. Yeah, definitely. You know, there's a I guess a fine line between uh, you know a real go-getter and uh, you know whatever McLean's was trying to portray you as there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very, very true. Yeah, the, the the news and media like to spin it their own way every time, right? Yeah, you just kind of direct them accordingly. So yeah. here's a yeah. question for you, Justin. How old are you? Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Okay, so you're awesome. close to your forties. Yeah, thirty-eight. Yeah, good range. Yeah, and uh, around and looking for. Top 40 under 40. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, got, I only years. got two more yeah. two more years to do it. Yeah. Yeah. You should, well, it seems like on a lot of your stuff, you're almost there. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. The perception yeah. and reality are two different things, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't happen in one day, but one day it'll happen, you know? Right. Yeah. But uh, you know you're you're throwing yeah. some uh, big events and uh, you've got some big names behind you and certainly the um it, it's the helicopter mansion yeah tour. is that what yeah. you call it the infamous Anmore party yeah that really put me on the map there <laughs> <laughs> well you know <laughs> yeah. when guests start flying in on helicopters that's uh, that draws attention 
Yeah, that's basically what we wanted to do with that. Um, it started out as a buddy's birthday party. Um, I, I was living in the $6 million mansion. Um, I'd been there for a year and I had to move out. So my buddy's birthday was on the same day I had to move out. So I got a couple day extension and really did it right. Had a bunch of sponsors. Red Bull gave us their DJ booth, Russell's. Beer gave us um, a bunch of beer. Nude gave us a bunch of nudes. We had um, a hookah shop flying from Calgary. There was a whole bunch of people that sponsored that event. It really went really, really well. It gave me a lot of exposure. I had one planned for the next year, but of course, COVID-19 stopped that. So um, I wanted to do one this year. And of course, I wanted to do one in like Toronto, but they're locked down. Vancouver was locked down, but I seen an open window in Alberta. I came for the stampede. I had a company ask me, the building development company asked me to get them some exposure for my Instagram for this $6 million match in the day built. So it was 13,000 square feet. They wanted me to throw uh, an event there. And Palace Athena Women's Fighting Championship was looking for a venue to throw an event there. So I basically hooked the two of them up together and um yeah we we, we had a palace athena's launch event in calgary august 28th wow uh, and, and yeah it went off without a hitch ferrari sponsored it yeah we had we had a electric violinist there uh Fina violin we had uh, some midgets come in and, and do a little show I had uh, some really good DJs, uh, CeeLo, Shafraz, and Diet. We also brought in Dean Hakeem, a UFC fighter. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The, the 13,000 square foot mansion. We had a bunch of Ferraris there. Ferrari invited their, uh, Ferrari of Alberta invited their exclusive customers. So they came and they enjoyed the event. Oh, nice. so there was There was no tickets. There, there was no money for alcohol. It was just a another vip exclusive private party yeah awesome i heard they i heard they uh filled the garage full of was it ferraris or all, all yeah so yeah uh, ferrari was one of the main sponsors they were the, they were the first one um after palace athena and um yeah they they came and brought some maseratis um and some ferraris and they sponsored the garage space so yeah, they, they came and set up some Ferraris and some red carpet and some uh, red ropes. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. Fun stuff. It was a lot of fun. We set up a full a full UFC ring in the backyard. Um, wow. Yeah, it, it was an, yeah, it was, it was a pretty good time. And then we had um, David Danny Z come and he did a he did a stunt. Uh, locked him. He put himself in a straight jacket. Put himself in a box. We got a crane and put him 40 feet in the air, and he had a minute to get out, or they dropped the box, and he was doomed to his death, and he did it. Of course, nobody <laughs> wow. was hurt. But yeah, yeah, we had a stunt. So, like, yeah, these, these events, I like to have, basically, it was like, uh, there was belly dancers. There was just something going on all the time. Like, yeah. no matter what you were doing or who you are with, you are missing out on something. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, uh, it's like being in the middle of a six Las Vegas shows, basically. It's pretty cool but crazy yeah so what's the yeah, next what's the, the next one what, what are you planning and well, how do we see i don't know like i, I really yeah like I, I, <laughs> like the, these events that i like to do they're they're so out there and they get a lot of attention and they take yeah. a lot of work so it's like like it really has to line up like the yeah. fact that Palestine wanted me to do one and then i came to calgary for the stampede and found that venue yeah. really stroke luck so i mean the stars have to line, especially with the pandemic. There's a lot of restrictions and yeah. and all that stuff that you've got to follow. So, yeah. I mean, uh, I'm looking for the next event, I guess. But, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, if I could do one for Halloween, I would. But, I mean, there's certain perimeters. You don't want to put that time and energy into something yeah. and then not be able to pull it off. So, Absolutely. we were super lucky. Um, that whole event, the last one, took us 40, uh, 40 days. Um, and, and yeah, the weekend after, of course, Alberta ended up putting a bunch of restrictions. So it was really made see the window and take the opportunity and put it within a time frame that can be, can be pulled off. Well, it sounds like basically. you're good at it because you're, yeah, like you say, you're, you're, you're finding the, uh, 
you know, the right things to line up and, uh, and making it happen very quickly. And that's maybe the way to go in this world. And, uh, especially with changing. Yeah. It, it'll happen really good. Like, yeah, I just, I just reach out to my network and they say, listen, this is the kind of thing I'm doing. Some of them, um, could have sponsored it, but there was only so much time, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like you only have really 40 days. And, and so then you have to lock down a whole bunch of different things. I think I had 75 things on the go with this one. The last one I had like 24, 25 different things going on. So yeah. Yeah, the, the the events I want them to be bigger and cooler and better and badder than than the last one. So I mean, if I if I can find a beautiful match that's bigger than thirteen thousand square feet, and I can find something cooler than a than a W uh, UFC ring in the backyard and a crane with some I'm midgets and and a, a electric violinist with some <laughs> UFC fighters, you know what I mean? Like, like it just so it cool. just sounds fun saying it. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah. Like I said, <laughs> yeah, where's the next one? Just let us know we're sneaking in. <laughs> yeah, for sure, no problem. We'll come as no the problem. talent. <laughs> How talented? The talent? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Probably kick us right out and like, no, these two are assholes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, like, like these are pretty free spirit parties. So I mean, like, uh, it'd be everything flies. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to record an event else. like that. Yeah. That would be really fun to record an event like that. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, it sounds oh, it sounds absolutely. fabulous. Yeah. 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 Like not yeah. not get when everybody's there. There's there a lot of fun. No, that's fair. Basically, cool. like the, it's it's a lot of exposure for whatever company. Like no one's ever heard of Palestine, a women's fighting championship before, and yeah. uh, they really got put on the map. Like I mean, yeah. get people reaching out to like UFC fighters, like Tito. Like we knew Tito was going to fight Silva before anybody else did because like he was supposed to come to the party. Like well, we tried to get him to come there, right? right. Like yeah. no, I can't fight Silva. I'm like wow, that was cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, so there's like lots of exposure with these parties. Public Relations Canada's got a pretty good network with those people. There's there's a certain follower base, so I got it tapped into basically like your core hundred people. And with those hundred people, you can touch pretty much North America. Nice. That's basically my my thing, right? You got your in, Instagram models, your influencers, and then you got your people in the business, and then everybody else that wants to just enjoy the show, right? right. So. I mean, I was born in Regina. I was raised in Yorkton. Uh, my son's in Saskatoon. I expanded the company to Edmonton. I've been to Toronto. I currently live in Kelowna, and I've been working out of Calgary. So, I mean, like, uh, I've got Western Canada case. Like, if there's somebody that I should meet in any city, I'm interested in meeting them or I've already yeah. met them. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Like, and are you married? My, my, no. <laughs> Look at you go. He's too young. No, oh, not no, really. No. <laughs> I've seen the girls on your arm. <laughs> Anyways, so you have a son. You do have a son, though. Is yeah. that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, he's 15. Oh, it's a good age. Yeah. Great age, yeah. What, what does he think about uh, all these parties? This yeah. must be like, my dad throws circuses. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, well, yes, exactly. So, like, I was living in Edmonton, and he's like, Dad, you know, I got to I gotta see him more. So I moved back to Saskatchewan yeah. for three or four months, and I'm, like, then the novelty there is playing on his phone and video games, and I'm like, yo, like, let me move to Vancouver. Yeah. See all this stuff people yeah. are doing on TV. Right I was now, like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I think I have a chance. I was like, I think I can get some exposure. Like, only so many people can do things that you see on TV. I was like, let me go and try. So, but my kids never let me go and do it. I never would have done it. So, I ended up moving to uh, Vancouver and I had that match for a year. And the whole plan was to get the exposure and, and, yeah. and to like have everybody see it. And at the end of the year, we had the helicopter party and with all of the contacts and everything that, that I had met and made, like, yeah, like I did what I said I was going to do. So yeah, the kid's proud of me. Like, Good. um, yeah, he, he brings, brings up the party and all the cool stuff and, wow. and like did an event for ignite. So that's Dan Bilzerian's, um, weed company. So, I mean, like yeah. mm-hmm. publishing the case magazine, like there's a lot of cool aspects that came from that. So yeah, my, my, my kid, my kid likes it. He loves it. Yeah. Well, and, he's and, at and, a very fun age where, he can appreciate uh, some of the work that I've done. Yeah, oh, and w- what a great time to, you know, well, A, make him part of that decision, but go yeah. chase your dream and, and make it a success. Like, the, you and know. before you're 40. Yeah. Definitely, in pursuit of happiness, for yes. sure. Yes. Definitely, in pursuit of happiness. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's not much for people to do in Saskatchewan, you know? Like, I mean, it's, 
Yeah. So well, you'll have to you come really down to, to the beggar and visit us. Uh, the blind beggar. We're actually raising money right now for them because of all the shutdowns. Uh, they're pretty much going to lose their business by January first if we don't come yeah. up with funds. The, the banks called in a yeah called they, in a loan on oh, that, no. that, that yeah. they've been faithfully paying for five years. Yeah. So you're actually oh, no. gonna, yeah you're going to be on the show with them, and we're putting this out um, in two weeks. And okay. yeah, um, I'll share it with you so you can share it because I've also done a GoFundMe page. Yep. explaining what the venue is all about because we have a stage show that we do with live entertainment and we support business and entertainment and we promote a lot of stuff. Just other, okay. We're not just a podcast. We do a lot on the inside. Okay. Corey's a professional comedian. So, Amazing. Yeah. I'd like to bring you back and I'd like to keep yeah. in touch with you. If you come to Calgary, we'd love to meet you. I'm in Calgary right now. <laughs> Get we're your going ass. to the beggar tonight. Yeah, we're going to the beggar tonight. Where's that? The blind beggar is the, across from the back alley. The blind beggar? Yeah. Okay. You know where <laughs> Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, it's open, open yeah. jam night. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll see you there. Yeah. yeah. That'd be great. That would be nice. Yeah. Thanks, it's Justin, cool. for joining us. I'll keep in touch with you, and I'll let you know when everything's coming out. Yeah, hopefully uh, we can get uh, some more people lining up and just yeah. waiting in the wings for your next event. Cause, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we've got sponsors yeah, and look. stuff that would be very interested. Like, uh, we have... Uh, yeah, Tracks VR. If, if anybody's interested yeah. in, in getting me to throw them an event, get me to reach out. I'm probably okay. one of the easiest guys to get a hold of. I made yeah. sure of that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great to have uh, yep. three or four portable Tracks VR setups? And then a buckle a vodka event. Yeah, buckle yeah. vodka. Yeah, yeah, that's where we're now we're talking. Right. Now we're talking. <laughs> well, it's nice talking to you. I hope we get to meet you tonight. We'll be down at the beggar tonight. You betcha. Okay, have I a good night. It. Thanks All for right. your time. Bye yeah. bye. Bye bye. The Effing 40s is sponsored by the Blind Beggar Smokehouse. John William Wade and Associates. Comedy Tuesday Night. Swamp Donkey Amps. Tracks VR. One Wheel Services. Corner Salon. Dark Age Creations. Human Input. Magnum Auto Pro. And, and Buckle, Buckle Vodka. Vodka. Get, Get buckled. buckled. No, it keeps me on hold. Shit. Hello? 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 Hi. Oh, there we go. We have everybody. I think so. Oh, everybody. <laughs> we do. What? Who's who's all muffled there? I yeah. can hear Doug. I hear Doug crystal clear. Am I not crystal clear? Oh, okay, there we, there we go. <laughs> you weren't earlier. <laughs> I was making funny noises. Oh, oh yeah. all right. Thanks. So welcome to the effing <laughs> 40s, you guys. Thank you. Are we started already? Yeah. Yeah, this is how we roll. Oh. Or did you want intro music? Holy. Do you want intro music? Well, it's all bad. There you go. That's more appropriate. Welcome down to the effing 40s. We have Patrick and Doug. Who own the Blind Beggar Smokehouse. Finally. Finally. On our trying. show. This is show 59, yeah. you guys. <laughs> well, thanks for having us. We're... Finally uh, honored to be here. How's that sound? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll yeah. take it. We'll, we'll take, take it. it. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Yeah. <laughs> so let's uh, discuss what's going on with you guys right now. Well, that's yeah. a bit of an arsehole. And uh, it's really getting to me. I, I, you know, it's been a few years. I, I, you know, I didn't want to come out and say it publicly, but I just, I can't handle it anymore. He's always <laughs> making jokes. He's making fun of me. It's, oh, is that, oh, sorry. what are we talking about? Well, you've come to the right place. Yeah. 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 40s you therapy. Yeah. yeah, you say a few years. It's actually 16 years. So you can see who's keeping track and who's getting annoyed, right? Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys need marriage that, counseling. Come on now. You've got that burning fire underneath, eh? He's like, oh, you want to bring this up to you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah don't go there. Uh, so Leanne, I guess yeah, we I guess you uh, announced a, a big announcement today. Is that correct? I did. Yeah. So I mean, that yeah. maybe we should touch on that. Uh, yeah. I think. But, I went uh, behind your back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good at that actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. we 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 thought we'd try and save uh, our uh, home and and yeah. the venue we love and and and, our, and, and one of one... our biggest sponsors. Well, yeah. Oh, and... thanks, guys. Uh, you know, and one that's done so much for the community and uh, the artistic community in Calgary over the 16 years. So yeah, let's uh, let's dive into this a little bit. We're trying to raise some money for you guys, but uh, the situation has gotten interesting. 
Yeah, yeah I, it's, you know, the reality is that uh, since about 2015, the service, hospitality, restaurant, live music industry has been taking a beating in Alberta. And that's the life of a business. Like, we're not, um, we understand that. And it sucks when you go through the down period. It's great when you go through the up. So it's been on a bit of a downward. Uh, anyone who's in Alberta knows that. I know in Sydney, obviously, if you're from here, if you're not from here, Alberta's been struggling since about 2014, 2015. And uh, I think it is the worst recession in our history. So we've gotten through that, and actually, uh, you know, we had to make some big changes. Necessity is the mother of all learning, is that the thing? And it certainly was the case. And we made some massive changes, and um, they were working, to be quite frank, having some of our best successes. And that, that doesn't mean money, uh, although it does in some ways, but it was more over, like, the shows were getting better, the quality was getting better, the satisfaction of the customers watching was higher, the satisfaction of the bands or acts that we're performing or playing was a lot higher as well. And then through that, we were able to sort of improve our stage and our show as well. So up until what was the, what's the COVID date? It would be like a, like a heavy date, like 20. Uh, it was November last year or, or something. Yeah. November last year. Yeah. Cause it's right uh, before I'll, my birthday. Yeah. And it was like, we were so like, okay, you know what? Like the, the life of business is up and down and we kind of got a handle on it and we've got it to a place that we want it to be. And then, and then COVID hit. So Doug, yeah. I'll let you sort of take over from there. So, yeah, I mean, COVID was like three waves. I think it is. Uh, it was actually March. Yeah, March was the ago, first one when yeah. I met you guys. Actually, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a exactly. Week before. Maybe I'm the COVID. <laughs> hey, wait Aww. a second. Wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> See what I deal with, Leon. See? I know he's <laughs> mean to me all the time. Yeah, I just keep you on your toes. No, you slave me. <laughs> yeah. He pimps you out. He's like, hey, go talk to that person over there at band. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, back to the COVID <laughs> patterns, I guess you call it. But yeah. uh, in March we had two months stacks of best entertainment we had sold out shows and then we got shut down so it's like yeah. refund all the ticket holders and never get to realize what that could have generated in sales for our our operation right and then you know the staff thing was a big thing for me because it's you know, november we closed down we weren't able to open up till uh, july 1st basically yeah. Yeah. with restrictions and we're like oh sweet we get to open this restock the whole restaurant and everything else and call all our staff back well like 95 percent of our staff are like no we're good <laughs> we're yeah. not coming to work we found another job yeah. yeah so there's another hurdle to overcome so now we're you know scrambling and hiring trying to you know get good people to fit into our family to make sure that uh, we have great servers and uh, yes we had to take some trainees on so we had challenges there too but uh, at this point it's just you know try and get staff to, to work the, the shows that we had booked out so i mean after that we got over that hurdle now I book in, book in, it takes you know, at least two two to three months to, to get ahead with yes. your entertainment bookings because yeah. we book so many. Yeah. And uh, I had a stack September, October, like stacked. Like and beautiful. I'm like, so excited. I'm like, yeah. I'm talking to my bankers. I'm talking to CRA. I'm talking to everybody. It's like, we're going to kick ass in this, in this uh, period of time. And then we get to the curfew. And that I did a sales analysis for August and 50% of our sales is after 1001. Yeah. So basically you got gutted half our sales. Yeah. And now today's challenge is, you know, do you, you know, do you just serve on the patio where we have a 40 seat patio and do takeout or do we do this uh, passport program? So it's really was no choice of ours. Uh, we had to go this route and, uh, you know, it, it is what it is, right? So yeah. here we are. And the last few days we've been quite empty because people need to adjust to all these changes, right? So yeah. so I'm yeah, expecting like two or three weeks from now, people will kind of realize, okay, it's not going away and settling in. I, I talked to my brother today. He lives in uh, Vancouver, and they've been doing it since early August. And he says the bars are busy uh, now, but yeah. there, is an, there is an adjustment period for the general public to get their head around this and and you know, all the politics and everything else, right? So, well, and get their documentation, so right? And that, mm -hmm. that as well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so here we are. We're we've been uh, kind of struggling and then struggling more, and then you know having to step left and turn right and then back up and then go forward. It's been extremely challenging for all business owners, but yeah. especially the entertainment sector because we rely on people to support the musicians and the entertainers to buy tickets to to uh, party in close quarters and be near to each yeah. other. You yeah. know, like there's a lot in this industry that 
not attractive to people who are frightened from this and and yeah. have that point of view. And I'm not stating my point of view one way or the other, but if that's your opinion, mm-hmm. it's really hard on you to be in this environment. So all things aside, uh, one thing I was going to mention is we were shut down for nine out of 14 months. And, you know, like there are some government programs, but let me let me be clear to any public that's listening to this. Those government programs don't even cover half of our costs while we're closed. Yeah. So we are not complaining about the government program, but when a government forces you to shut down, we believe you should pay for everything. That doesn't mean profit and mm-hmm. we make money. Yeah. That means they should pay to for all of our bills. If they're saying you're too dangerous to be open, we believe that. Yeah. We believe strongly that the only fair practice is to cover 100% of our bills. Yeah. They haven't been. And so what happens when you're closed for nine or I think it's almost 10 months, but anyways, let's call nine months out of 14 and you still got rent. Yeah. There's some subsidies, but you still have your electricity. So your hydro, you would be surprised how much that is every month without barely running anything. You've got insurance. You've got like, it's it's half the bills. Everything else that's around there. Yeah. So yeah, we have leases and you know, like we're businesses, we lease some stuff, we pay for some, it's always a balancing act. But so with those nine months, and leading up to that was really difficult because they were shutting us down, closed down earlier and earlier and earlier, as I could mention. Mm-hmm. Your cash flow gets really strapped. Banks aren't interested in financing your business. It just turns into this downward spiral. Yeah. We're able to survive those nine months, uh, actually pay some stuff down in the meantime. We've been quite frugal leading up to it, doing our best. But, you know, this happening again and again and again and now having the curfews, we have not been able to generate as much as we need to cover those bills. I'll let Doug finish the the other side of it is, but that's a challenge that, you know, like again, Leanne, Corey, like it's hard for me not to even talk about this. It's very emotional, but like the fact that you guys are doing this for us is ridiculously amazing. Uh, Doug and I would not have, you guys are family. We wouldn't have done it. We wouldn't have done it. And we appreciate anybody who wants to participate in sort of supporting us through these lean times because it's crazy, but that side of things creates a lot, a big glut of debt that, of no fault of our own. I don't feel sorry yeah. for myself, but I'm just being straight up of no fault of our own. We have a big blood of debt. Yeah. On top of that, we had some challenges with the bank. So let Doug sort of briefly explain yeah. Yeah. if you'd like to, Doug. Yeah, basically the bank pre-opening uh, gave us a call said, you're a high-risk venture and we have a clause in your your loan, your long-term loan that uh, we feel that you're high-risk and we need to activate that to take care of everybody's interest, including ours. So we're pulling your loan. I'm like, well, can you at least give us to, to the end of the year to see if we could actually do what I think I'm, we are going to do by being positioning ourselves with uh, excellent entertainment and, and opportunities. And I had to convince them to pre-open our bank account two days before restocking the fridges and everything else to, to let us have cash flow to, to realize the next few months, which is, you know, July, August, September, October, November, December, right? So. So, but they end up issuing us a letter anyways after saying that it's a hard date, you know, in the, uh, January 1st uh, for uh-huh. pulling a loan. So you need to, you need to find a loan that to, uh, to take cover this one off. And it's like, we called a few banks and, you know, they wouldn't touch <laughs> that 10 foot pole. It's like, right. it's like we had COVID on the phone and just asking <laughs> yeah. about loans. They're like, no. Nope. Okay. So here we are. It's like, we've got friends and family and, you know, parents and everything that support us throughout the years, but everybody is strapped and everybody's kind of in this boat and uh, yeah. and it's kind of real for us because we actually have a deadline. We've never had that before. And, yeah. and it's a, a, the confusing part is we've never skipped the payment on this thing either. So I just don't understand. Yeah, we have 13 months left, either. like 13 months left. Why not write it out and say, well, if we skip one month, then put the locks on the door, but at least yeah. you know, get, give us an opportunity, right? So yeah. right. Yeah, anyways, uh, no it's you know, it's a hard no, and, uh, and and it is what it is. And me and Patrick are very proud. We've never had to do anything like this, and uh, that's why Patrick's saying, you know, we appreciate you guys, you know, stepping up to the plate for us because there's no way we would have done anything like that. To, we would have just fought and clawed and see where, where the chips lie kind of thing, right? So You've done so much for uh, indie music and, and musicians getting their starts in the Calgary area. It would just be such a shame over, you know, I think all these years. entertainment on the whole, and, though. Like, well, yeah, you know. And, you drag and, queens, like you got the drag shows, you have our podcast, you have Tuesday Comedy Night. 
Yeah, well, yeah, my show, my comedy show as well. But uh, you know, yeah. this it started out as a as a, a music venture, and I think uh, the biggest strides were made there. But well, certainly, certainly, uh, yes, it's a stage that uh, provides a lot for uh, live entertainment. And uh, yeah, School of Rock, young yeah. kids, and uh, so it would just be a shame to lose it um, over something something That's bureaucratic when you guys are doing the right thing. Yeah, well, I have to tell you, I'm exhausted. Yeah, and 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 there's certain days where I just want to throw in the towel and just say forget it, right? Because it's it's really really hard. Well, we I've never had have. We do appreciate Sorry, the never... fact that you stayed open and that you guys have tried, and yeah. I'm gonna let you continue from there. It took a lot of navigating to to be even on this call just yeah. to be yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just you know we never had to have plan A, B, C. D E F G <laughs> G plus and an H minus. We've never yeah. had that before, so it's just exhausting because okay, well, if this happens, here's our three options, and maybe a hybrid version of those three. Like literally, this constant. I'm talking to you guys for. I'm talking to everybody, like yeah. everybody in the community. Like, well, what's your? What do you think? What do you think? Try and navigate and have the best outcome on these things. And I think we have for the most part. And if we've got to generate a lot of interest from some bigger name bands that want to play our place now, which has been our goal all along too. But I don't know, like you may not realize it because, you know, again, the restrictions and changes and everything else, it's going to be a version of what it should have been, but we'll never know what that could have done for us. Right. So, yeah. 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 So we're, we're all in the mindset that, you know, hopefully we can generate some money and negotiate with the bank to, to keep, allow us to stay open and, and hopefully get past the other side or somewhere in the middle of COVID, post-COVID, <laughs> yeah. um, to see, you know, if, if this, uh, you know, the economy kind of comes back. And if it does, I think we're, we're in a good position. But it's, uh, yeah. it's again, I'm very, very exhausted and, and emotional about this. So, uh, yeah, here we are. So. Yeah. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us about it. And uh, we're going to do everything we can to uh, climb this hurdle with you. Yeah. Yeah, I appreciate it. You know what? That's family, man. I mean, the day that I, you know, some businesses don't become community or family based. Uh, Doug and I have done other businesses as well. And, you know, like you, you try, but you, it's not, it just doesn't work out that way. Like in this business, if you do it right, you do end up with a family and you end up with a, maybe family's a bit cheesy, but community of people who really care. Like yeah. obviously all of us on the phone and we've spent some time together and had some fun together and it's yeah. like yeah. that times a thousand. And, Man, it'd just be a bloody shame after 16 years of doing this and caring and, you know, like we're not perfect, but I think that we're pretty nice and pretty straightforward and honest guys. And, and because of that, we've grown this community that kind of makes sense and cares and man, it'd be a bloody shame. It's not going to fail. Like we've got to push our way through it. And you know what? It's this community and family that you guys are and, and a lot of other people are that's going to help us push through this. So it's just freaking amazing that you guys are doing this and we're going to keep fighting and, yeah, we want to give a shout-out to the bands who donated their time and have been donating their time to the Beggar Lake. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Yeah. yeah. So all yeah, proceeds is... from the 17th and 24th go right to the Beggar. Also, we are doing a GoFundMe page, which I just released today. So uh, you guys have a look. Thank it's you. on Effing 40s. It's on the Smokehouse page. I think, Corey, did you grab it? Yeah. Yeah, so... Thanks for joining us, guys. We love you, and we're going to do whatever we can. Everybody reach out, donate what you can. Yeah, and Great. thanks for time. Like we, and you know what, to everyone listening, like, keep going. This, this gets hard. It's weird. Divisive as hell. And, you know, I my advice is stay apolitical and acovitical. Yeah. Just yeah. carry on <laughs> and do your best. And, <laughs> I love it. And follow yeah, the law and, and do your best. If you don't like the one side of it, to go the right avenues, go to your MLAs, do your protests the way that you can. Either no matter where you're at, like just follow the democratic process. Don't be dicks to each other, and yeah. Yeah. we'll yeah. all get through this, right? Yeah, absolutely. yeah. My 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 term lately is the show must go on. So yes. we got to keep pushing and then follow the guidelines as of today and tomorrow, and to keep adjusting. But you know, yeah. keep the stage working, right? So. Yeah. Well, and 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 that's what you've done. You followed the rules all the way through, and uh, you know you've mm-hmm. been, you've been you know great citizens of the you know of the community and. And not, you know, been the pushback. You've just done what you've had to do to to make the show go on. Yeah, and we do feel that's our job. We do feel that that's where we want to step up is actually be a place where 
a lefty and a righty and a anti-vaxxer and a pro-vaxxer can come. Like yeah. Yeah. that has always been who we are. And if you ever sit at the bar, you get to know the hundreds of people who, who frequent the place and, and become part of our community. You'll know that yeah. you just don't belong if you come there to be an arsehole. So, you know, this is our time for our, our community to step up and be those people. Yeah. You know, like it, that's a whole other side besides raising money and stuff too. It's, I'm pretty passive. I was just watching people slamming each other all the time. It's just, killing me on top of you know the challenges we're facing so i just encourage people like have an opinion don't be a dick how's that i just said that earlier (laughs) (laughs) i I gotta make yeah i gotta make t-shirts with that on (laughs) (laughs) what what was it again have an opinion don't be a dick yeah i like it yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, that's funny well thanks guys guys. uh we'll see you down there tonight yeah we're uh just gonna do one more interview in the studio here and then we're on our way down there Awesome. Good. Love All you guys. Right. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Cheers. You're welcome. Cheers. Hi, Jeremy. Welcome to Mapping 40s with Leanne and Corey. Hey. Hey, thanks so much for the opportunity. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for, for having us. us. Yeah. Having us, joining us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, you've got a really busy schedule that we're messing with right now. Well, it's, uh, we're living the dream. It's, we're in the home stretch now. We're seven days out from the advance post. So really nice to be finally in the home stretch. But I think you know, things are only going to heat up from here. Yeah. And we're like, where, like, is there stats right now? Like, can you see where you're sitting at in, in the running? Yeah, at the beginning of this month, there was a poll that showed me neck and neck with uh, the second place competitor and then as of just a couple of days ago there was another poll that showed us being able to open up just a slight slight gap so we're working as hard as we can and of course there's only one poll to count for election day can i ask okay. you uh um what do you think about joe jumping back in well i, I had voted to refer the the matter to the rcmt and uh, as i understand it's under investigation i'm not really able to, to speak to it right okay, okay. the voters will decide what is your biggest thing for your platform? What is your top part of your platform? I think this election is about change versus more of the same. You're seeing city council doubling down on spending increases, tax, and even some silly stuff like the thief on the police agenda. And then there's other pieces that are as well, like people's personal safety, security. I think we need strong support for essential services, uh, strong support for our police, our firefighters. And then lastly, uh, I think there's a great opportunity to better include in the decisions that are being made. I think it's pretty shameful that this council spent more time behind closed doors than practically any other major city in North America. And I think as a taxpayer, uh, you deserve to know how your money is being spent. So I would say Absolutely. my primary focus is around the economy and getting Calgarians back to work. But we need to make sure that uh, we're addressing some of those other issues as well. And how do you feel about the mandatory um, vaccination passport? So I, I had voted against the city bringing its own version. I thought that the issue was complicated enough, and it might make sense to have the city coming in and giving competing or contradictory orders. There's a lot of issues and challenges within the city's own legal jurisdiction. Things like our downtown office towers being empty. Now that the economy has crashed, we need to get our budget under control, that sort of thing. Potholes, police services, stuff like that. So... I, I'm vaccinated. I strongly encourage others to be vaccinated, but I thought that the city bringing in its own set of rules would just further complicate issues. Well, there's, there's, okay. do, do you uh, agree with the assessment that there is some issues there with people even implementing the restriction exemption program and falling afoul of human rights uh, issues um, by restricting people access based on medical conditions uh, of, for which the government isn't going to help you fight those? Yeah. Well, I don't think it's fair what the province has done, and I think that they've really mishandled the situation. Mm-hmm. And for my part, I'd want to make sure that the province brings in easy-to-understand rules and doesn't put, say, the, the 19-year-old Beretta in the role of being the enforcer. I think that that's really unfair. I understand so why... basically clear and concise is what you're looking at. Yeah, I understand why many people wanted the city to, to jump in and to try to... Uh, fix things after the province had mishandled the situation, but my fear was that the city bringing in competing and contradictory orders would only make the situation worse. Yeah. 
And so um, what are your plans for taxation as well for the city? So today I released a commitment for a four-year property tax freeze. I think that this is really vital to be able to give struggling families, seniors, students, as well as small business owners, the certainty that they need. Over the past 10 years or so, we've seen about a doubling on the typical homeowner's property tax bill. And I think by giving uh, four years of relief, that can provide uh, quite a bit more certainty and relief, as well as to better market our city for economic development. So if we commit to a four-year tax freeze, that's a bold, it's an ambitious uh, plan, but it's also achievable and it can do something that no other city has ever done before. And I think that that would be really key to kickstarting our comeback. Okay. Corey, you got anything? <laughs> uh, how, how would you propose to do that with, you know, the increasing commitments? We can do it through a mix of using reserves, efficiencies, as well as uh, some reasonable growth forecasts. The benefit that we have is if we keep the tax rate the same, then the budget can be increased a little bit every year as a result of new growth and development that occurs. So it's just like every family or business owners had to do when you have less money coming in, you have to spend less money. So doing more of the same, I think, is, is definitely what we should be doing here at City Hall. And it's not anything that uh, everyday Calgarians have been forced to do, at least for the last four or five years. And then uh, when it comes to uh, the, like the, the salaries of the councillors and, and City Hall themselves, what are your plans for that? Well, I disagree with these automatic pay raises for city councillors. It, it makes no sense. Calgary City Council, I believe, is already the highest paid in Canada, and not to mention things like the golden pension and the handshakes. So I, I strongly believe in leading by example, and to my knowledge, I'm the only city councillor to have declined the city council golden pension, and I'd be advocating to reform that. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time. Like, like you, you fit us into your very, very tight schedule. Sorry we had to cancel with you last week. Oh, no worries. What about traffic? <laughs> I'm like, what are you going to do about traffic? Here, let's just take it to the traffic. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Corey got stuck at, at Crow Child. <laughs> on, the new, on the new expansion that's supposed to be done, but it, it was obviously an accident or something. Because uh, once that thing got done, it was uh, it's smoking. I love it. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, thank oh, you. Yeah, uh, thank you for yeah. joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. And we look forward to hearing um, from you. And everybody get out and vote. And you know, Jeremy, we hope to uh, hear more from you in the future. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. And for more information, you can visit our website, jeromy.ca, more ways to get involved, as well as to see more details about our template plan as it's released. Awesome. Thank you very much. And you have a great day. We know you're busy. And we will talk to you again soon. 